Alnet News Digest, 12th of May, 3306. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, a carrier for one million credits. More deposits for your missile. Close quarters combat escape route sealed. Strange things in the galaxy. A carrier for one million credits. Brewer Corporation has admitted that the new Drake-class fleet carriers have been vastly overpriced and has pledged to reduce the price from 5 billion credits to just 1 million credits. The announcement comes at the start of the second fleet carrier test drive period, during which commanders are invited to take a fleet carrier for a spin around the galaxy. This time, there's the option to install a universal cartographics terminal, so explorers really will be able to disappear off into the wild black yonder never to be seen again. And the owner of the fleet carrier will be able to store not only their commodities, other than rare goods, but also their own ships and modules, even if they don't buy the optional shipyard and outfitting modules. Limpets can now be restocked at a fleet carrier, so you'll never need to worry about forgetting your limpets. For visitors, the name of the fleet carrier owner is now displayed in big, friendly letters while you're docked, so you know who's skimming your transactions. Fleet carriers can now jump every 20 minutes and tritium consumption is halved, which is likely to make the galaxy as lively as a box of frogs. But the biggest changes are in the cost of ownership. Core running costs are down by 50%. The purchase of additional services has been reduced by between 35 and 45%. And the additional services running cost has been slashed by between 80 and 90%. Carriers will now be permitted to operate for up to 10 weeks without the crew being paid before they mutiny and sell the ship. Even if they do this, the owner will receive back 100% of the fleet carrier purchase cost, minus only the outstanding crew wages. If a fleet carrier owner decides to sell their ship, the crew will receive five weeks severance pay. These payments and credit terms have been negotiated with the Crewmasters Union, which also stands firm against crew members being asked to perform tasks for which they're not being paid. The crew is still not permitted to transfer tritium from the hold to the fleet carrier fuel tanks without the owner being present or another commander being on board to buy the tritium and donate it to the fuel tanks. And the Union still won't let the crew plan routes further than a single jump at a time. The dramatic reduction in fleet carrier running costs must surely be welcome to potential owners everywhere, but it gets even better for just a few days as a special limited time offer. End-of-line fleet carriers will be put on sale for just 1 million credits. Everyone can own a fleet carrier. Try them out. Grow to love them. And then have the fleet carrier self-destruct when the trial period comes to an end. More deposits for your missile. 
The Pilots' Federation believes that it can make improvements to the ugly duckling of the mining world, and it has launched a trial today. While mining lasers give a steady, reliable return, while surface abrasion is quick and easy, while deep core mining is dramatic and often highly profitable, the subsurface displacement missile is relatively expensive to operate, can carry only a small number of missiles, and gives extremely modest returns for the time spent, trying to get the aim right and release the detonate trigger at just the right moment. With subsurface mining's emerging importance in refining tritium, the go-go juice required by fleet carriers, a research team was appointed to see if subsurface displacement yields could be improved. It's the results of their investigation that is now being trialled. Initial reports say that the new subsurface missiles will be capable of delivering three times as much refined commodity as the old sort. The new specification is expected to become available in June. Existing subsurface mining equipment will receive a free upgrade by the manufacturer. Close Quarters Combat Escape Route Sealed Telepresence allows commanders to remotely crew another commander's ship, operating weapons or a ship-launched fighter. Telepresence will soon also be capable of transporting a commander to the CQC arena to play that challenging eSport. While using Telepresence, the commander and his real ship are held in a stasis cocoon of impermeability, making them invulnerable to attack. This opened up the prospect that a commander losing a fight in the real galaxy could quickly join a CQC match and become instantly invulnerable. The Pilots' Federation has acknowledged that this would be unfair to pirates, bounty hunters and Thargoids. So a delay timer has been put in place, giving the commander's adversaries time to finish him off before he gets whisked away into his virtual CQC match. Only when he's finished with CQC will the commander find out if he's transported back to his invulnerable ship or to the insurance rebuy screen, something that will no doubt add a little excitement to CQC. Strange Things in the Galaxy Poking around in the Pilots' Federation recycling bin have found a selection of disjointed things that Commander Stuart GT believes may give clues to the future. Things allegedly discovered include a ship called the Panther, organic ships called the Glaive, the Scout and the Mothership, portals, guns, energy drinks, Basically the sort of rubbish you'd expect to find if you rifle through other people's bins. Possibly more interestingly, Commander LCU No Fool Like One has given up trying to neutron boost the Gnosis and has been investigating a new type of anomaly which he identified using the Canon Research plugin, 
Listed as a type Q07 anomaly, this is an anomaly category consisting of energetic central orbs. The type 7 anomaly has a bright core with a circular halo radiating intense light. First discovered by Commander Boris in February, it does not appear to have been reported until another commander passed through the system in early May. Commander Shinrik reports that the anomaly is dangerous and may explode if you approach it with your ship lights on. Commander LCU's experiments reveal a different effect. The balls appear to be attracted to energized shields, bumping into them and draining the energy. If you would like to be killed by a Type Q7 anomaly, please make your way to the IFISTI YE-AD130 system. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to.